When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader. Tom will be here, so I'm not technically sitting in for him, but we have a special guest here who's going to be at House of Comedy this weekend. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I didn't know you were going to me right away, but no, you said that, but I also put on the headphones mm. and I'm like oh I don't hear anything and then I realize they don't even have a cord in them oh I, you have you just have to turn them on there's like a little switch on the side oh, they're wireless yeah. I don't even think I need no, headphones because you you're yeah we're in a small room and and your name is my name is Jessica Kirsten yes yes heard, I heard you on Kiki this morning and we have Andy Brand Bernard we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be right back Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. We're back. And we have Jessica Curson, who's going to be at House of Comedy this weekend, just tonight and tomorrow night. No, no Sunday show. Right. Perfect. 
And tonight the show uh, it's 7.30, 9.45, and then Saturday 7 and 9.30, correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know. Some of the, there's like a 15-minute gap between Friday and Saturday's show, so I get confused. Um but you wanted to plug some stuff that you didn't get a chance to on KQ this morning. Yeah, well, I just did The Tonight Show last week. Really? I was on Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Yeah. And then I also, my hour special came out on Friday, a week ago, uh, on Comedy Central, produced by Bill Burr, called Talking to Myself. So if anyone wants to check that out, they can go to ComedyCentral.com or Amazon or iTunes and mm-hmm. check out the special. That's awesome. I love Jimmy Fallon. Like, I think out He's of... Great. I mean, everybody compares all these late night hosts to Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody can compare to Johnny Carson. But I think today, out of all of them, I would say Jimmy Fallon's my favorite. Because yeah. he's just such a likable person and he incorporates so much different stuff like music and stuff like that. So um, that's awesome that you were on The Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so talented because he sings, he dances, mm-hmm. he does characters, and he's just... Very sweet. Like he mm-hmm. came into the green room and said hi and thanks for coming. And you know, n- not everyone does that. Yeah, he's he just, just really cool. Yeah, he just has that genuine sweet soul to him. And um, I love him when he does the impersonation songs. Yeah, like, me too. Have you have you seen the one he did of Jim Morrison? No. Oh my gosh, it sounds just like Jim Morrison. If you like, just auditorially listen to it and don't watch the video, yeah. you think you're listening to The Doors. It's oh, crazy. That's awesome. I, I got to hear that. I love yeah. The Doors. So, and then, of course, you did that special with Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. I love Bill Burr. He is so talented. I just watched his special on um, Netflix. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Paper Tiger? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's very talented, and I loved him on... Uh... Hi. How are you? Good, yeah. how are you? We started without you, Tom. I don't blame you. It's <laughs> horrible. Getting here was a thrill. I know. Everyone's like, oh, there's bad traffic. I'm like, why? It's not snowing yet. It is snowing. Oh, it's snowing like mad. Yep. It's all, yeah. It was sunny it, when I came in. Nope, I did get here. Oh. I, I was coming down 100, and it was bumper to bumper the whole way. Oh, no. I blame you. It's, it's going to take me it's forever. It's my fault. Yeah, I brought the home. bad weather. That's the one thing about Minnesota. It can be sunny, and then the next minute you have 12 inches of snow on the ground. It's horrible. Oh, that's <laughs> so crazy. You don't know what mood to be in. No. <laughs> Well, oh. wintertime, I get that seasonal depression. It's great. I'm, like, done with winter by January 1st. I'm like, okay, bring on the flip-flops. I'm ready for some warm weather. Indeed. Yeah. I heard a lot of people get depressed here, that yep. seasonal affective it, disorder. Is yeah, that what it's called? It actually, yeah, yeah, it's seasonal. God, what was it called? Yeah, seasonal affective, affective disorder. disorder. I yeah, thought there was another word added in there, but I guess women are more affected by it than men. Mm-hmm. It's they're more especially once a month. Yeah, <laughs> probably gets really bad really? that one week. Really? Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I am. Oh, True God. story. <laughs> Did she do her grandmother's voice for you yet? I heard it on Kick. God, it's the greatest voice. You have to ever. see the face too. Do it. You have to see. The, oh, you make a face when you yeah. do it. Yeah. You want me to talk oh. about seasonal affective disorder? <laughs> yes. I have seasonal affective disorder every day, 365 days a year. Miserable. Phenomenal. I say they even look like that when they're saying something positive. It's gorgeous outside. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you're on camera. Yeah, I know. I, it's it's better when I'm on camera. Well, you are on camera. No, I know. It's good. It's wonderful. I, yeah. I, I think that's just... Your mic isn't working. My mic is not working. Why not, not at all? Not working. 
There you go. There you go. Somebody's been messing with my mic again. Oh, God, I think man. it's just like a loose thingy. Probably listeners <laughs> liked it a lot better when they could just be going. I I don't know what it is this like last seven days, but yeah. every time I get in the car to bring my son to school, you start talking about, and I have to do an explanation. This morning it that was taint fish, thing. I know it's unbelievable. <laughs> fish penis. Well, that was her fault. And then, well, I, it's all my fault. The phallic. What is it called? The the penis fish. Pen, penis fish. Yeah, the throbbing. penis fish. The I throbbing penis story. fish. That's the other thing. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't pulsing. hear that part. That's, the throbbing or pulse. It, it was pulse. <laughs> Oh, this one says it wasn't throbbing. Well, that one says pulse. Have you seen the picture of them at on the her beach? Right now. Yeah. You seen the thousands of them that are on the beach? It's <laughs> disgusting. It looks like it's wearing a condom too. It, what's funny some is of them that do. absolutely. Somebody, yeah. Somebody captioned this news story. It's not even a nudist beach. You know, <laughs> there's honestly, penises uh, everywhere. Honestly, God, it's so amazing. There's one thing about being in Cal- in, in Minnesota, excuse me, that once Thanksgiving passes and the weather starts getting worse. There are all these sexual references that come up, and I don't know why that is. It was taints last week because <laughs> yeah. apparently Josh, uh, who is it? Is it Josh Brolin? Yeah, it was Josh yeah. Brolin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decided he, well, he'd heard <clears throat> from several people that if it's really good for your mental stability oh, yeah. to tan your taint. <laughs> Oh, I can't take it. That's a fact. And Who has he did time it. to tan their taint? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I can barely get out of bed. I understand. <laughs> I don't care what my taint. Who, I mean, and how many people are looking at his taint? I don't know. Is well, it for looks or is no, it? No, no, it's for health, mental well-being and health. That's not true. You're no, of course to, not. That's a spot where you absorb vitamin D very well. Yes. <laughs> right, so pour milk on it. <laughs> I like it. Pour yeah. milk. Take yeah, a milk bath. Pour milk on your taint. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. That's a great commercial. It got, is a great yeah. commercial. Got taint. But apparently he got sunburned because there's very little melanin down there. What an idiot. How I, did we even find out about this? He came forward and said, don't do that because it doesn't work. Who is going to do that to their taint anyway but him? I don't know. I have no idea who uh, would do that. I'd make who would even admit a- that? I don't know, but I don't I'm... do this to your taint; it'll get sunburned. <laughs> I'd make him sit in a Thank very Thank you for letting me know. Chair. I was going to put my taint in a microwave later today, so well, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do it. You don't want to do it. It's, it's that all... time of year. I guess I don't know why. Well, don't you think that's a Hollywood deal? Yes, it is a Hollywood. deal. Who else would do that? Exactly. No one. Well, I, it's no really question. crazy. I, I. It's actually psychotic. Well, they have those. Coffee clonics and it all comes out of Hollywood, where they like yeah that's true yeah flush your your uh, plumbing out with coffee grounds or whatever. But my plumbing gets flushed out anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't it doesn't, I don't need to assist it. Why do you? Why Some do you of us do. I, oh, I really? get constipated, and I, I my mother's a therapist. This is totally true. She's a big psychologist. Oh okay. And she told me that I'm constipated because I have a lot of resentments. Not so you. if I, ju- I swear, so she said, if I just <laughs> let go of my resentments, I'll poop. So I told really? her, if I do that, the town will float away because I'm enraged. Like I, <laughs> I can't. Um, why? Why do you think that is? Why are you enraged? Because well, I see everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, yeah. I think you're like that too. What most of us are. Yes, there. we are. So I wish I walked with blinders on, but I just get it's more and more frustrated with people on the world. And I, I, I have to do when I do stuff to deal with it. I feel better, but when I haven't had enough sleep or I'm around people a lot, yeah. I just go out of my mind. Well, it's kind of tough to do to be on the road a lot like that, and then mm-hmm. you and then you're trying to do things to make your health better yeah. or make you sleep better. That's tough to do on the road, mm-hmm. man. 
it's it really difficult. And then when I do comedy, like I love the crowds, but there's always one person I'm looking at, like I can't believe I need to make that person laugh because I just <laughs> yeah. want them to burn in a fire. Yeah, I understand. That's really, I know you get yeah, it because you're, hey, welcome. Nah, you have to be on. Good to see you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not easy sometimes. But it's, yeah, I mean, these, oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. People, when you interview them, sit in Studio B where you were today. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to them and they don't look at you. It's like, oh, there's something really <laughs> wrong here. That's really bad. Yeah, when they don't, it's yeah. like, yeah, we got a show coming up. Like, what is your problem? I wish you could just say, why aren't you looking at me? I see, do. Oh, see, I do that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do no this. Question. I call people out all the time. Oh, I just made a mistake on the way over here, though. What? I really did. It's really snowing and there's tons of traffic. So I'm in the right lane and it turns into a. Uh, you know, you merge to the, the next lane to your left. It's a merge. So I got to merge, and there's a guy right next to me, and he won't slow down or speed up to let me in. Mm-hmm. So I honk and go, fucking asshole, like that. Yeah. Turned out I wasn't in a merge lane. It went straight. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like a jerk. Oh. Sorry, Don't you want to just Sarah. be like, sorry? You oh, I know, it's yeah. hard. You apologize. I did apologize. I went, oh, God. I'm well, he. I just went. I've done you know, that too, you know. where I'll do something that I didn't mean to do, and then someone will get really angry, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, as long as you own it and apologize, you're all good. Well, right. it's just uh, it. Well, it was the snow's fault. It looked like it went like this. Mm-hmm. I know. You know. But just, a lot of times, people do. I mean, I live in New York. People do speed up and don't let you go, all, and I get enraged. They do that all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time I know. here, they it's do it. Real, here they do it? Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, it's horrible. Well, Driving we, here is terrible. We were just talking with Alex because we hate people. She hates tailgaters. and We, we did... hate people. <laughs> we I hate, know. I was like, that's... hate tailgating people. Tough road to hoe. But my one thing I always encounter is I'll get some ass behind me who's right up on my bumper and he's getting mad that I'm not going, even though I'm going the speed limit or a little over the speed limit, I'm not going fast enough for him. But then he has to get off on the exit right there. I know. That's, that happened to me the other day. That's so weird you just said that. Yeah. I, I was wondering. I'm like, why do you get mad? You have to get off here anyway. Yeah. All I just constantly tell myself is maybe that person has to shit like, really bad. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. If I tell yeah. myself that, I'm like, okay. I get it. I can deal with it. <laughs> Because that, you know, yeah. there's no option. You just mm-hmm. got to tailgate. But I slow down and I'll press on my brakes. I get really like, mm-hmm. if you want to go right into my car, I'm going to slam on my brakes. Yeah. And then they usually stop when you do that. I, I just know. hit them a little bit. Where do you live in New York? I live on Long Island. <clears throat> Not in your address. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have to drive then. Yeah. yeah. So you do have to do a lot of driving. I which, drive into New York a lot. Oh, yeah. man, that's not easy. It's not. It's not. That's a tough deal. So, you, well, you go through the Midtown Tunnel Yeah. Again? Yeah. Wow, you know the area well. We well. 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. It was oh, wonderful. okay. Loved it. I know. I love that area. That's a great area. It is indeed. We did until we found out that we were going to have my son Andy over there. And then we moved, I I moved back I didn't know you were his yeah. son. Yeah, it's my son. Our son Andy. Oh, he's cute. Looks like his mother. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He looks Thank nothing you. like you. Thank but you. He's Thank, very you. Cute. <laughs> Thank you very no, much. No, he looks like you. I think uh, you, look, you look a lot like a combo. Yeah, yeah. he's got you a, get the combination platter. How many kids do you have? Two. We have oh, okay. Andy and then Al, my wife and Alex. Our daughter's usually on the podcast too, but it, my my <clears throat> wife is working on something, and my daughter is I don't know what she's doing. Well, she doesn't come in on Fridays. That's right. No. Nope. So yeah, she's thirty and he's thirty-three, and you know it just uh, it's great. 
I love that you all do the podcast together. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be just yelling, you know, like, get the family together and do the podcast in seven years now. Wow. That's been great. Because I, I have a podcast <clears throat> called Relatively Sane. Um, so you lie to the listeners? Yeah, well, I am. Well, there's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a play on words, too, because I have my mom on. Oh, a yeah, lot. there you go. So it's okay. a relative. Like, I have, I did one with my brother. I'm going to do one with my sister. Um, but I love the idea of you guys doing that together. Yeah, that's that's great. I don't know if Andy's wild about it, but, you know. Yeah, he looks very unhappy, but it's well. not as unhappy as the guy you had in the radio station. He looked. Oh, Mordahl? Yeah. Oh, what? Well. He is always crabby. You yeah. know, he was one of the he funniest human beings. He wasn't crabby towards me. No, 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 no. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. Have you ever seen his stand-up? No. He was brilliant. Really good. I mean, he still is, but, you know, he the cigarettes got to him. So he's, you know, kind of mm-hmm. trying to get through that. Mm-hmm. Quitting smoking. That's and... one of the hardest things I ever did. <clears throat> oh, you smoked too? Years ago. And when I quit, it was horrific. Yeah. It's really hard. A lot of hankering for another cigarette. Yeah. Is that what did it is? he go to um, the vaping did he do that? No, I don't know. I don't, That's good. Cause I don't I, know if he did or not. I know people who vape 24 hours a day. I mean, it's insane. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was a three-pack-a-day guy. Wow. <clears throat> a lot of smoking. And then, of course, you couldn't tell by my voice, but I quit smoking when I was 21. Oh, so, really? You know, yeah. You would yeah. think this would be a smoker's voice. Yeah. Yeah, no I would question. think that. Yeah, no doubt about it, but it's not. Right now, it's a pissed off because the weather sucks, and I told somebody to fuck off, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Happy Friday the 13th. <clears throat> yeah, well, oh, there you go. I forgot it's Friday the 13th. It is Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break here in a second. But I, I do, do you mind talking about your mother and your relationship with your mother? Because that's, is that hard to have? Because your mother's obviously a very smart person. She's brilliant. Yeah. 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 Is that hard? It's very hard. And it's also given me so many tools in my life and made me a sensitive, loving person. Seriously. But it's been very, because I was thrown into therapy at such a young age. And she always d- tries to do it with me. Yeah. Constantly. <clears throat> I understand. So, um... And she's really trying to help me, but it's enraging. Like, I just am like, please <laughs> yeah. stop trying to do energy work. And yeah. I know what you're saying. It's, uh, but I was thinking more about that. So, what did she do? It's, did she have a, like a, an area? Did she do a lot of corporate stuff? Or what did she no, do? No, this is hilarious. <clears throat> she saw clients in the basement of our house my entire oh, yeah. life. Okay. So, it's hilarious because I had to be quiet every day. Every so day they I had to be kill quiet. You well, no, so that they pe- couldn't, people couldn't hear me downstairs. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> and then um, she also leads seminars. She wrote a book about. She's a couples therapist now. Oh, okay. so she wrote a book called "We're No Fun Anymore." It's hilarious, Aww. and it's about how a lot of people in relationships don't laugh and don't play and have fun, and which I don't. It's understand. really important. I know. Yeah, we'll take a break. Be right back. I'm going to talk more about that if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. That's that's fascinating. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app, simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount, and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, 
The contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. What song is this? It's Bop Gun. Bop Gun? It's Parliament. Oh, I love Parliament. <laughs> I've never heard Bop Gun. Oh, this is a good mm. song. His songs do kind of sound the same. That is I one know. thing about yeah. George Clinton. His songs kind of sounded the same. It's but. just one, like, his album's like three hours of just pure funk all the way through. It was really funny. I'm driving through Philadelphia one time many, many years ago. When, you know, uh, they were pretty hot, <laughs> and I'm driving along, and let's go to the request line now to take some requests today on WBLK or whatever the callers were. Everybody calls in and going, flashlight. <laughs> hey, what would you like to hear? Flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. I got that song too. Oh, I love Flash. So Flash do light. I. Neon Light. Yeah. Atomic Dog, another great song. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I met George Clinton once. Really? Really interesting guy. He was all dressed up. I, I mean, bet. He, he wears his like African garb yeah. everywhere, and he carries a spear. <laughs> wow. He does carry a spear, or at least he did then. I don't know if he still does anymore. He's still alive, isn't he, George Clinton? Oh, yeah. He, I think he is. He's a method performer. He's one yes, of those you don't know if he's alive or not I, yeah, on that no, list. No, no, yeah. yeah, he's like no, B. Arthur was for me for years. Oh, like, people like that. Arthur. I know. She was the best. She looked like 100 when she was only 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I thought she might have tipped over. Man, uh, yeah, how did your old man? Like she did, kind of have this deal yeah. going. Too, how you so doing? Was, what's going on? What, yeah, what's a, going on with you down the block? She's a very handsome woman. <laughs> she's a handsome woman. I always love that. You're su- you're a handsome woman. Mm-hmm. Handsome. Oh God, she unbelievable. I actually heard a guy once many years ago. This is many years ago, when it wasn't you know the hashtag Me Too movement, wasn't it? I mean, this is like thirty some years ago, right? And this woman, it's like her first day at work at the, it wasn't the current station I work at, it was a different different radio station. Mm-hmm. And she was an attractive young woman, and it was her first day. And for some reason, the sales manager, and oh, I, now this is 30 years ago. Yeah. He, he sees her, and he's, you could tell, he was like, ooh, you know, she's very attractive. And as they're going their separate ways. She goes, well, I, I have to move on. I got a, I got a call that I got to make. And blah, blah, blah. He goes, yeah, I, I do as well. So I got to tell you something. Sir, I, you know, I mean this is a, you know, a real compliment. You've got a beautiful form. Yeah. Form? I've heard that kind of stuff you before. Form. To, form? 
You know, my daughter's form. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's not. It's. It's really creepy. It's like it's worse really... than saying you have a great body. Exactly. It's yeah. worse, not yeah. better. Yeah. Form is bad. Form. <laughs> I mean, figure's pretty bad, but form figure. is really. Yeah, I haven't heard figure in a long time. I know. Figure Look was a big figure. one years ago. Figure on that one. What Look a figure. What a figure. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I think it's magnificent, though, as we move forward in time. But, but yeah, you, you look at today where you can't say any damn thing or digital will light you up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And back then I was like, oh, God, really? This is what you're going to do? Okay. Yeah. Well, can you imagine if he said it now? Oh, can you even imagine what yeah. would happen to him? But I guess, I, you know, it is what it is. Oh, my God, just appeared, appeared on my screen. Most notable quotes of 2019, but that didn't make it. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that it didn't. I thought it'd make the list, uh, but you know, I, I am pretty much a centrist politically. I have a lot of friends that are, are Democrats, friends that are Republicans. Some people that are pretty far left. Some people are pretty far right. We get along. We don't hate one another because we're. But I look at these things. Everything now, whether it's the woman of the year, the person of the year, the quotes of the year. It's all about impeachment. Everything they, it's all about impeachment. Top of the list, a quote from the July 25th Trump-Zelensky call. That's the most notable quote of the year? Wait, what's the most, what the quote itself is what? Here, I'll give you the quote. I I, I just, are they, you think they'll ever let this go? You know, I I don't have a dog in this fight. I am not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. um, I just, Jesus. Do I think that they'll let the impeachment thing go? Um, well, well, it's not going to, as we know, it's not going to pass through the sun, Senate. No way. Yeah, you're um, right. Same I think it's more about, like, just keeping someone accountable so that people, so that he or the next president or the one 10 years from now n- doesn't feel like they can get away with anything. Well, that would be good. If that's all that comes of it, I think that would be a good thing. I agree. Donald Trump does need to pipe down. There's no question about it. So will, you, will you stop tweeting? If I he talked did, to Donald it would be very – I'm telling you, if he did, it would be a very different situation today. I think you're right. A ve- I mean, if he literally didn't have Twitter, I think it would be mm-hmm. – I wouldn't even – we wouldn't even be talking about it. No, you're absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. It, it just – I don't think digital is good for people. I think it's digital not. is very, very bad for human beings. Well, that's why people can't make eye contact anymore. No, that's right, because they're all... Uh, I mean, kids don't. Like, it's... No. Like, yeah, no one does. I know. Okay, so the, the, the... Apparently, it was some some quote from that call, but they don't have that. They have number two, though, uh, Greta Thunberg, uh, who came in 100 in Woman of the Year, in the, in the drawing, by the way, at the... Whatever it was. I can't remember who won, but she was in 100th place. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. All you could talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you, Greta Thunberg. Sounds like the daughter of activists and actors, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know what's going on anywhere, to be honest with you. I mean, I, on both sides, it's insane. I think... I mean, I'm. I agree. It's really. I, I'm. I keep saying I. I'm going to be shocked. I don't know what's going to be in ten years. I, I have kids. Do you have kids? I have. No. Okay, uh, yeah. so I have kids. He's got I, married. Oh, yeah. congratulations! <clears throat> so it's just I'm thinking, what is it going to be like in ten years for my kids? Like I can't even imagine. It'll be a lot better. You think so? I, th- I honestly got with uh, all the technology. I know the technology. That's part the thing of it's I'm terrible. talking about. No, it's terrible. If it is what it is now, can you imagine? That's true. 
And every year, a different iPhone, different this, a different that. I, I just, I couple, don't know. A couple of days ago, Cassie's talking about Baby Yoda from, uh, what is it, Mandalorian? Mandalorian yep. or what's Mandalorian. it called? Mandalorian. She's talking about Baby Yoda. Right? I know. And I look at my, my phone, which is in my pocket. I take it out of my pocket, and there's a picture of Baby Yoda because she mentioned it. My phone picked it up and put it on my phone. That's scary. I, mm-hmm. I really wish that was illegal. I oh, really no. yeah, do. That kind of stuff freaks oh. me out. Please, I didn't say, like, penis fish and have that pop yes, up on your phone. here's a penis fish. Tom, here's Baby your... Baby Yoda is at least cute. Your throbbing penis fish. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. Yeah, I can imagine that. Every time you open your phone, that throbbing fish comes on. Thank you, because now it's going to happen because I said it. Way to go. I'm sure. Uh, let me look on my phone. Any dicks on here? Oh, well, I said any Well, that's di- scary that it just comes up on your phone if you say so. That's I, I don't understand that. You'll like this. I think you'll like this. Because he's a good friend, I should mention. but I said, my phone has some weird stuff on it. Say, <laughs> like I, a Yoda penis. Like a Yoda penis. I just said, do you think there'll be any dicks on my phone? I look at my phone, and I just got a message from Nick Swardson. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hysterical. Yeah, apparently he I do just have a followed dick me on Twitter him. yesterday. Oh, he did? Nick's a great guy. You know Dick at all? I love him. Uh, Nick. Good, I... Nick. <laughs> well, do you know Dick at all? I went right all? from Dick. Do you know Dick at all? Because I heard that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell that's all about. Oh, my God. What are you going to do, ladies and gentlemen? So what do you find? Any uh, pictures you don't like? No, I mean, but I do turn it on a lot and just, you know, see stuff that's... I, listen, I also, my stepbrother, I talked about it, is Zach Braff from Scrubs. Yeah, absolutely. And I was with him two days ago uh, interviewing him for my podcast, and I'm sitting with him, and I look on Google, and it, the first thing is a story about him and his girlfriend. Like, he's got the paparazzi all over him. And it's just, yeah. like, it's such... It's all so crazy. It is it's, insane. Yeah. I don't no, you're know. absolutely right. It, it's all completely psychotic, and I don't know why we have to put up with it. I know. But you have to go, damn it. I know, but I'm so glad I got to meet you. Well, and I'm to really come, happy I, to meet you as well. Yeah, and I would love to come back on the show. I know you are you have met and talked to and are friends with so many people that I am yeah. from New York and L.A. Yeah, and, it's terrific. Yeah. I've been very, very lucky. It's been 35 years on that show. Wow. And, yeah, it was... Uh, two or three of them weren't that great. <laughs> I'm know. sure. 35 oh, years is... Yeah, it was... A, well, actually, I've been in the radio business 49 years. Now. Wow. And I'm only 48, so I don't right. know how I did it. So, I don't either. God, God-given talent. Could you at least try to like, get a look in your eye that you're telling the truth? <laughs> well, I think I think it's incredible that you've been in the business that no, long. Like, I what a it. life. I do. I love oh, it. All the people you've met and... Yep. Oh, it's just... We're very lucky. Being yep. in this business I somehow. Couldn't agree yeah. more. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All right, young lady, come back soon. Thank you so much. I will. Absolutely. I can't wait. Tonight, tomorrow night, two shows. Mm-hmm. Hard at work. Rick mm-hmm. Rosen's House of Comedy. My buddy's sick. I see he ain't sick out there. Yeah. He's in the lobby. Does he, call, does he cough up a storm in the car? No, but if he does, I'm opening the door and rolling out. No, put him in the trunk. Put him in the <laughs> Yeah, it's about time Get that he, he, he should be in the trunk because I've been right. in the trunk the whole day. You no, have? I'm joking. Okay, no. good. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. Thank you for having me. We'll be back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. 
We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. There's your flashlight. Flashlight. I'm telling you, I'm telling I'm gonna challenge every listener, start cleaning your house with Parliament. You'll enjoy house cleaning. See, that's how life should be. Yes. And clean your house with Parliament. <laughs> yeah, it should be a commercial. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I do. I think it's a really good idea. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm looking at the headlines of the day, and there's nothing anybody gives a rat's ass about. A 13-year-old murdered a woman at Barnard uh, College in New York. That's real nice. Mm-hmm. Resta, he tries to rob her. 13, she's 18, he stabs her 11 times. No. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. A uh, big step is taken impeaching Trump. Uh, impeaching uh, Trump impeachment. Excuse me. So we we knew that was going to go on, and then they're going to go to the House uh, vote, uh, full House vote, and they're going to vote in favor of it probably, and then it'll go to Senate, and then we'll piss more money away, and then they'll throw it out just like did with Clinton, because back then. The Republicans had control of the House, and the Democrats had a control of the Senate. So, therefore, uh, once it got to the Senate, the Democrats threw it out. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do that same thing, but somehow it's going to be different. I can guarantee you somehow this is going to be worse, and it's going to be much different, and it's going to be horrible. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I don't, like I said, I'm not a big fan of any of these people, but, you know, you go forward, don't you? Yeah, we got a caller. Who's the caller? Joe from Louisville. Joe! It's not snowing down there like mad. I know that. What's that? I said it's not snowing down there. I know that. No, it's actually uh, in the 40s down here. That's how it should be. So what's happening with you, man? Uh, Nothing. I was just uh, listening to you guys talking about your uh, tailgating stories and um, wanted to call and uh, give mine. All right. We're ready. Um, the first month I got down here, um, I, I was staying in a hotel about uh, six miles from the plant. I had to go down this long stretch of road, and I didn't realize it at the time, but um, back in Minnesota, drivers go five miles over the speed limit as acceptable. Mm-hmm. Down here, it's 
15 miles over the speed limit. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I realized this when I'm tooling along in my Toledo Camry, and I had a cop come zipping up behind me. I'm thinking, uh-oh, what the hell would I do? We're going along for a couple minutes, and the cop goes over the next lane, goes past me, and as he goes past me, he looks at me, shakes his head, and gets his buddy and takes off the line. Really? That's the norm down here. Oh, so they just kind of scare <laughs> you and then move on? Well, no, it, it, it's more of a, you're going slow out of stater. It's like, wait a minute, I'm going five miles over the limit, and you want to pass me, and you're a cop? Yeah, well, there and is that. I'm, I'm, I spent the next several months watching these people, and the five-mile-an-hour is, is kind of paltry down here. It's 15 miles over. God, that's so amazing. What are you? So what are you? Are you what time, when are you coming home for Christmas? Oh, probably not for a couple of years. We're trying to save to buy a house. Oh, okay, yeah, because I know you mentioned that to me before. But well, have a magnificent and a happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to you Thank and yours. You. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas to everybody else. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, Joe. Thanks a lot, Joe. Bye bye. He got his big break in 1973 in a supporting role opposite Robert De Niro and Bang the Drum Slowly. One 50-year career later, Danny Aiello has starred in four Woody Allen movies, a steady slew of dozens of others, including Godfather Part Two, Moonstruck, Ruby, in which he played the title character of Jack Ruby, Spike Lee's 1989 classic Do the Right Thing, for which he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his role as a pizzeria owner. And by the way, he did not pronounce it pizzeria. How did Robert, uh, how did, uh, excuse me, uh, Danny Aiello pronounce pizzeria when he owned a pizzeria as owner Sal Frangione? Oh, I, I've heard it, and I can't think of it. He can't. pronounced it pizzeria. P- yeah. Pizzeria. Because I thought when I, when I was a kid when I saw that, I thought he was saying pits, like P-I-T-T. Right. But pizzeria, pizzeria is actually how you would pronounce it, but pizza sounds terrible. I know. It doesn't sound appetizing. I do not want to eat anything called pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza's good. We're not going with pizza. Uh, now the actor's storied tenure on the big screen has come to a close. Deadline reports the 86-year-old died yesterday after a sudden illness in a New Jersey medical facility. It is with profound sorrow to report that Danny Aiello, beloved husband, gran- uh, grandfather, father, actor, and musician, passed away last night after a brief illness. Loved Danny Aiello. Yeah. Well, Great he, actor. He lived a long life, though. He, yeah, he did. 86 is good. And he was on. He, we had him on the KQ Morning Show a, a few times. Nicest man you'd ever want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Just a great guy. The beautiful dream is over for Danny Aiello was the headline, ladies and gentlemen. And it should be because what a talent. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Uh, I don't know. Oh, God, don't do this. <laughs> People are going to get really pissed off about this. <laughs> There's a new show on the Learning Channel, but it's no longer the Learning Channel. It's now uh, TLC. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. People are miffed about soon-to-debut TLC show uh, following three men with plus-size women. Uh, apparently, three men are married to plus-size. And, and by plus these women are, are very big. They're not just big. They're very, very big women. I mean, like, I'm looking at a woman now. She probably weighs 500 pounds. And she's sitting there with her husband. 
and they look very happy. She's smiling. He's smiling. He's holding her hand. I mean, it, they look very, very happy. Apparently, the show is called Hot and Heavy. Mm. So why are people upset about that? I don't really understand why. Isn't it a good thing that you would consider someone to be, you know, hot and heavy? No. What, what's the difference? I don't. I, I'm sure it's an obese reference that they're yeah, but, like, you can't call them heavy. Well, why not? They're heavy. They're heavy. <laughs> I know. Plus the fact you're hot. And she is a pretty woman, by the way. I'm, I, I look at her picture. She's a very pretty woman. I mean, she's hot and she's quite heavy, so I don't know what the problem is here. Well, I think, too, um, I don't know if you've heard of Lizzo. Yeah, she's, absolutely. Yeah, she's kind of embraced her, you know, larger size. There's no and doubt she, about it. And she's, like, empowering women just to let it, you know, just love who you are. And, you know, so I I wish people weren't so sensitive about these words because, like, you know, if I was overweight, I'd be like, yeah, I'm heavy. I need to lose a few pounds or whatever, but it's not like you're insulting them. No, that's not. To call someone heavy is not insulting. You can't look at a person a certain way without insulting them these days. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like you can't say anything. You can't even describe him or her or heavy or light, you know, because people are going to take offense to it. So I'm assuming, you know, they're, they're saying it's fat shaming, I'm assuming. But it's not. Look. Back when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. all right, and before that probably, the the top weight that you could weigh without being what they considered to be obese, because understand something, you know all those professional wrestlers up in the ring? Mm-hmm. Clinically, they're fat. They're not fat, but they're obese. Yeah, according to the BMI. According to BMI. They're severely overweight by almost 80 pounds, as a mm-hmm. matter of fact, because a lot of them weigh around 275, somewhere in there. Well, they don't like anybody weighing over a buck ninety-two. Yeah, we were just talking about that, and Andy looked it up, and it didn't consider you obese. I am on the cusp of overweight. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. for his BMI. How? <laughs> it, that's what it says. How the hell? What's your waist size? Like twenty-eight. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah, so that's about average for a man. Thirty-two, thirty-three is very average a waist for an, a fit man. Mm-hmm. Why would it consider? How much do you weigh? Uh. What am I down to? I think I'm 170. But he's tall. I mean, he's But you're six feet tall. Well, but that's the problem with BMI is it doesn't do outliers well. And no, apparently 5'11 not. 5'11 is an outlier. Oh, you got 5'11 and you're, you're 180? I uh, think so. I oh, okay. So, yeah, you know what? You're right because cause six feet tall. I was like, when, back then I was 6'1 and a little more actually because I've shrunk about an inch and a half, almost two inches. But. Um, I was 6'1", 192, and they said that I was obese. It's like, what? I know. I think one time I, this was probably about seven months after I had my last child. Mm-hmm. I was like 135, 140-ish, and oh, yeah. it considered me obese. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's because like, you're two feet tall. That's I know. I am. Yeah. I am short. I'm a short shit. Short shit. Yep. But... TLC doesn't exactly shy away from headline-generating shows, but one that's coming down the pike next month isn't garnering the best of buzz. Per a press release, Hot and Heavy, a reality program that debuts January 7th, shadows three men as they face judgment due to their mixed weight, mixed weight relationship. Not mixed race, <laughs> mixed weight. Oh, is that a class now? 
Apparently, <laughs> with plus-size women, as well as to try to prove their skeptical friends, family, and the public that love is love no matter what you look like, CNN lays out the details on three couples being featured based on the release. There's Joy and Chris who want to advance their relationship despite the reservations of Chris' loved ones that Joy won't be able to keep up with his adventurous lifestyle. Kristen and Rusty, who start having disagreements when they realize Kristen might need gastric bypass surgery to have a baby. Yeah, women that big have a real hard time having babies, don't they? Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Adriana and Ricardo, who face constant public taunting due to Adriana's weight. BuzzFeed notes there was immediate backlash online when the show was announced with complaints on everything from the show's title, Horrible. And the use of the term mixed weight. <laughs> I, I, I find that hilarious. Yeah. Dave and I are such weight. a mixed weight couple. Yeah, you're a mixed weight couple. <laughs> you really are. There's no question about it. Told Catherine and me, we're both we're mixed weight. Uh, hard to miss fact that three of the heavy cast members, all three of the heavy cast members are women. Let's retitle, How Can Men Possibly Love Fat Women? One commenter snarked. No, that's very negative, actually. You're calling somebody fat. To call someone... Um, you know, whatever it is, heavy is a lot better than fat, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like if you're going up someone calling them like a fat lard or you know, lard ass. There you go. <laughs> that's that's offensive. nice. That's really but to nice. To say, hey, you know, you're a little heavy or whatever, that's not offensive. I, nope. People are just too touchy. A heavy D. Mm-hmm. One critic thinks the entire concept is garbage. We're not any more uniquely challenging as romantic partners than straight sized people. Uh, writes Samantha Puck, or Puke, could be Puke, I guess. (laughs) Editor-in-chief of Fat Venture Magazine. Your magazine is called Fat Venture, and yet you're offended by the term heavy? (laughs) Fat Venture? Oh, God, people and money. As long as there's money in it, man. It sounds like it's like a a brochure for a fat camp. Yeah, Fat, fat venture. venture. It does. Come on in Come and lose on weight. Fat Venture. <clears throat> We're not fetish material. We're not freak shows. We're not problems. Stop treating fatness as if it's a plague until it suits your needs. To treat it as entertainment, it's neither. Why are you so upset? By Who cares? Jesus. Well, you know, and everybody's like so touchy about how we're not represented on television but well now they're representing heavier set people and it's fine i never did understand the term heavy set by the way <laughs> well, I mean, you, know I mean? you said that guy's heavy set <laughs> and you don't it's like okay mom whatever well you know what i mean it's like everybody you can't it's a loose loose situation you put people on there that you know people are crying out we're not represented on tv you put them on well that's offensive well wh- what do you want i i couldn't so agree confusing. more <laughs> couldn't agree more with you on that one i people just i'm offended of course you are because you're a pain in the ass mm-hmm. and you want to be offended therefore you are offended i'm offended that you're offended yes that's we'll what start i say. get that we'll get that <laughs> i need uh, it on a t-shirt <laughs> it all works out in the end i guess but uh oh my god there's a picture of an octopus, the uh, octopus film trying to drown a bald eagle. <laughs> Jesus. How did that happen? What? Where is a bald eagle by where an octopus is? I know. Is? I don't That's... really understand that myself. I, why that? Oh, I got to see a bigger picture of this. Okay. That's, I don't know. We got to read the story, but I got to look at this. Uh, it's British Columbia, apparently. Apparently, it's in, this happened in British Columbia. 
Uh, it was bald eagle versus octopus and what was likely to be a battle to the death, and a group of Canadians intervened. The salmon farmers were on the water near Quantino, uh, British Columbia, the northwest tip of Vancouver Island on Monday when they heard a lot of splashing, a screeching sound. John Yet or Let, tells a Victoria Times colonist, what they discovered, as they uh, seen in a viral video, a half-submerged ball eagle, wings spread, wrapped in the tentacles of a large red octopus. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it right now. Isn't that weird? Oh, that poor eagle. He's just, like, sitting there with his head up over water, like, help me. <laughs> well, how, but how would, it, how would an octopus get a hold of an eagle? Well. Diving? Yeah, Maybe probably. he could have been diving for a fish. For a fish, and... yeah, grabbed it then, I suppose. Oh. We'll take a break. Be back with hour two with the family.